share a few a few of those things uh you know uh look let's talk about um diabetes yeah it's real it i don't have i don't have diabetes but uh, you know uh pre-diabetic what they call it you know when they they tell you you can't drop things cold turkey well i did you know i I never been a, a sickly person and you know my uh, career, the things, the things that I do, also depend on my health. Diabetes is one of those things that would interfere with that. I went, I went to the doctor for a physical, you know, exam. Never, and I never felt anything wrong. Uh, you know, if I did, I didn't know it. That that night while at work, I get a call from my doctor and tell me. My sugar was 400. I don't know what they mean. I don't know. I'm, if it don't hurt, uh, nothing feeling wrong, you know, I don't think nothing about it. Okay, my sugar 400. He tell me that, you know. So when he called me, I know there's a sense of urgency. Something wrong. So then I go back. I think that uh, next day, a uh, couple of days or something. Yeah, then that's what the news was. So now I got to do something new, like change my diet, exercise. Cause you know, in my um, one part of my career, I also drive trucks. So I can't have that problem. So I begin to start working on that. I do them a lot of times. I be on the road. I stop and get fast food, Cokes and stuff at every, every loves along the way. Snacks, you know, burgers and all that, all that type of stuff. Then when I get home, I'm doing the same thing in the morning time, the evening time, all day, because I didn't never cook, never ate, never ate right. But that right there will make changes. Didn't exercise much. Well, I didn't exercise really at all. Every now and then, a few minutes here, but not enough. But once that news broke and I seen what all Diabetes can do to you what you have to go through. I drink more water. I haven't drunk a soda in weeks now. I'm, I'm basically off the the candy and the cakes. Are, you know, I might try a piece of cake. You know, like I did this morning. I tried a piece, of it, but that's it. And uh, 
told, now I got to learn what to eat and what not to eat. That's going to be a challenge. But I know I'm not eating the things that I used to eat. And now I got to learn, you know, how to cook certain things. I got to start cooking. Even though I didn't like going to fast food anyway, but since it was convenient and fast, that's all I was doing. So now it's been cut out. The meat, I definitely done cut back and trying to cut off the meat. You have the meat, bread, pasta, you know, and that's, that's what they say that contributes to it. I'm cutting back. And, uh, but yeah, when I, when I see the problems that that right there can do, diabetes, what it can do to you, can change your whole life. I mean, I've been trying to exercise more, trying to get it in. People, I tell you, there's a lot of changes got to go on. If you haven't done it, do it. Make some changes. Because I wonder why I couldn't lose weight. My weight always stayed the same. I'm like 250, you know, 53, 55. And I couldn't lose weight. I, you know, I, I, I went from Cokes to Diet Coke to zero, Coke Zero. Now I learned that those things, Coke Zero, it still keeps the weight on you. It still have some type of sugar in it. I thought I was doing something good, weighing myself off the, the Cokes. But nah, but now, no drinks at all. Another topic I, I want to touch on is uh, life insurance. A lot of us out there, we don't, we don't think about those things, life insurance, especially a young person. Now, I've, been, I've been having life insurance, but I'm, I'm mostly speaking with the, the younger crowd. We spend, the younger crowd, they, they spend a lot of money on shoes, clothes, purse, jewelry to fit in with the uh, fashion crowd. But they don't think about life insurance. Life insurance, yeah, that's right. They don't think about it at all. And so many young people are passing away these days from violent crimes and drugs and different things like that. And and it's leaving it to a relative or GoFundMe's or, or things like that to bury them. That that brings a, a strain a strain on the family members. So how do we get them focused on things like that? Because you know once you get to a either a certain age or get some kind of health problem, that life insurance get expensive. Yeah, they don't want to pay it. No, the insurance don't want to pay it. The young folks ain't going to want to pay it, but you're going to have to get in it while you're in good health. You, you got the money. You're working. You know, you can get your a term policy. You don't need a whole life. Get your term. You know, it's, it's, it's much cheaper than the uh the whole life. We got to focus on things in life that are important. And life insurance is one of them. Being in good health is another one. Move on from the the materialistic things of uh of fashion. Let those be let those be the the last things. You know, once you got all the important things out the way, you know, we gotta prioritize. Get that life insurance. No, buy your home. Got to prioritize in, in, in that order. You know, those other things, it, it come last. Because 
you know, even even with the car, they I see they spend a lot of money on on cars. I mean, we'll go out and buy a, a luxury car to just show that they got a this type of luxury car, but haven't bought a house yet. Our uh, prioritization is backwards. We're living for other people instead of ourselves. We're looking, we're looking for uh, recognition, likes and views on social media. You know, we're trying to be that social media celebrity. So we, we tend to follow and go the wrong direction. We're, we're twisted. So how do we get people on the right path, get to looking at the, the right things in life? prioritize. So back January, I just lost my mom. And so during that time, a lot of things I had to learn about life insurance that I didn't think about, uh, you know, not think about, but didn't even know about. I paid for everything out of pocket, you know. I haven't used the insurance, you know, because it have to wait on the, the death certificate and all that, but I I still just went on paid out of my pocket. And the things you have to go through to to settle the the affairs of the relative, we got to put things in place while we're living to make it easier on a relative, family member that's going to be tasked with the job of burying you. So I think all families need to get get together and discuss that. They need to get together and discuss that because that day will come. But things going on in the world now, you know, you, you never know. So we have to start preparing now for everything. So that means from, like, if you, you work in a job, then you got that last check there that you don't work for. How do you get that, that? How do that family member get that check? Now you have to have, I mean, where you have to have what you call it, uh, from the courthouse to be able to get get into those things, like get the last check to get into the bank account to take that money out of, and um, you know, all all sorts of things. But at the same time, they tell me if that person has debt, and when you file that claim at the courthouse. All their creditors come to you, come at you. I don't know what all that entails. You know, are you legally liable for that person's debt if you file the claims? You know, to to be able to get the assets and be able to, you know, do what you need to do. So you might want to look into that too. But it's a it's a job. But we definitely need to get life insurance. You know, term life insurance. You don't need no big insurance policies. It's just enough to bury you. You know, if you got a family or whatever, you can you want to leave some money to to take care of some some other things or whatever. You know, you you can do that also. But I, you know, some people just go too far out. But you definitely need to get it, especially these young folks that you know. They're living this life, and a lot of people know that they're they're living this type of life as a, you know as a gang member, or, you know doing wrong in the streets, in and out of prison. They definitely need one. 
since they ain't going to do right. Okay. Yeah, just wanted to touch on that, you know. Life insurance is a need, you know, just like car insurance and all that. All right, let's get to the dysfunctional stuff that's going on in uh, Jackson, Mississippi. I know a lot of y'all, you probably heard about it, but uh, a lot of you probably haven't. You know, they got this bill in Jackson, Mississippi, what they're calling the Jim Crow bill. You know, it's a, it's a GOP-controlled state house passing a bill that could heighten control over overwhelmingly white states' leaders on a predominantly black community, according to Yahoo News. They established a separate court system of part of the state's capital, the capital city, with judges appointed by the state chief justice and the area under the system jurisdiction patrolled by a state-run police force. You know, uh, no, the state's representatives who proposed this legislation, legislation has said the bill is necessary to address rising crime. But opponents have slammed it as a racially motivated and branded it as an updated version of the Jim Crow law. A community that is more than 80% black, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, and that has elected its own judges for years. The Hines County, the, the Hines County Circuit Court, which currently has jurisdiction jurisdiction over the county that Jackson is located in is composed of four judges who are elected by voters in the community to their position. But the legislation states that the Chief Justice of Mississippi's Supreme Court would appoint each judge for the new court system to a four-year term. Current Chief Justice is a white conservative first appointed by former GOP Governor Haley Barbour. Am I see if I'm saying that right? The state-run Capitol Police are responsible for patrolling in and around state government buildings and in downtown, but the legislation would expand their jurisdiction to include wealthy shopping and residential area. The Associated Press reported it. Advocates of, of black community members of Jackson told the New York Times that she is worried that the Capitol Police and courses would not be accountable to the city's residents. Jackson has the highest murder rate of any major U.S. city last year, despite the number of homicides dropping from the previous year. So what this look like and what the black community is feeling and seeing that the black community is not going to be treated right with this new law. They, they're not going to be uh, given a first shake a judge, you know, according in the justice system. I feel like it's going to be some foul play. It can be some wrongdoing because, you know, Mississippi has a history. And this word is, is going back to, according to the black community, you know, in Jackson, Mississippi. The, the fear is that the police are not going to be held accountable for their actions, which we know that's, that's been going on, but now it's like they're going to get get away with murder, even if they're on video and say they did it. That's the fear from the black community. And it, it's like Jackson, the white community, is separating itself from the black community. 
because of the, and the reason behind it. They said because of the crime rate and basically in between the lines, you can see they're saying the crime rate is increasing because of the black community. The black community was bringing the crime. So the white community is basically saying that we want to separate ourselves from them. We got the, you know, this side right here. We want to protect the rich, the wealthy, the white community, you know, from the high-rising crime of the black community. And if you get in trouble over here, we're going to put an end to it. So that's it in a nutshell. But, and if the state, if they're able to do this, the fear is that this type of system will spread to other states. We already know, you know, Georgia already tried to basically block the uh, the black votes, you know. So if you have um, these bills start being passed, what will be what the South would be like again? I'm gonna say what the South would be like in a few years from now. Will it be back to that Jim Crow era? Yeah, the black community is having a hard on both sides, you know, within the community and also outside the community. And we definitely don't want to go back to those times. So I'm just looking to see, watching and waiting to see what, what happens. But I, I think it's, uh, it's probably going to get bad. It's probably going to be bad. Because I, I see how, or what the white community is trying to do. They're saying, but it's only pro- to protect them. So, so definitely some, some changes going to have to make it. It seems like, seems like a, a, a across the United States, freedom is being taken away. And a lot, I mean, in a lot of situations. I don't mean to get political, but I just had to speak on it. But freedom, freedom is changing even more so. Just pay attention. This is because this is culturally dysfunctional. It's changing. So until next time, here on Culturally Dysfunctional, I need everybody to stay healthy, get your life insurance, you know. Love each other, take care of each other, watch over each other. You know, let's let's all work together for the good and keep freedom alive. So until next time on Culture the Dysfunctional, peace. And I'm out. Here's the big guy. Yeah, all I know is get paid.
rapper. All I do is shit major. Bought a condo on the top floor in the buildings, the skyscraper. Feeling like I'm Kobe, LeBron for the Lakers. Feeling like I'm Idris, Paul Walker, Taker. New Rollie, no diamonds in it. New Porsche, all dimes in it. I'm infatuated with fine women. Corona extra with the line in it. Just the shapes to Henny. Used to be a penny pincher. Now I'm in plenty business. Grind hard, nigga, on guard. Grind hard, nigga, on guard. Yeah. Trying to get a lot of dough and dirt through all the obstacles, cause anything is possible. Hey. Oh man, I got a lot of goals. Stack that bread and bomb my nose. Anything is possible. Hey. Yeah. I grind to get a lot of dough and dirt through all the obstacles, cause anything is possible. Yeah. Oh man, I got a lot of goals. Stack that bread and buy my nose. Anything is possible. I lean with it, I rock with it. Locks under my socks fitted. Tahoe with the black tent. Houston girl, heavy accent. But my whole swag is magic. High five, fantastic. Make the money stretch like elastic. Making moves that you couldn't imagine. Eating, still watching my calories. Just to pull in that big boy salary. It's just a Way that it has to be. I'm a bad boy, Mike Lowry. While I'm sipping this Henny, and all of my niggas is with me. Yeah, grind hard, nigga. Oh God. Grind hard, nigga. Oh God. Yeah. Grind to get a lot of dough and dirt through all the obstacles, 'cause anything is possible. Oh man, I got a lot of goals. Stack that bread and buy my nose. Anything is possible. Hey. I grind to get a lot of dough and dirt through all the obstacles, 'cause anything is possible. Yeah. Oh man, I got a lot of gold. Stack that bread and buy my nose. Anything is possible. Oh.